the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Apostle Peter wrote, You love him even though you have never seen him. And though you do not see him now, you trust him. And you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. What does the hymn say? Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. Welcome to another edition of Study Verse by Verse, an outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. And Pastor Leighton Sheely is our teacher. He's in the 20th chapter of the book of John. We're coming down to the last few visits in the book of John. I hope you can follow along today. That's the 20th chapter of the book of John. More about Church of the Highlands is on the web at highlands.us. And here's Pastor Leighton. The importance of what happened on the day of Pentecost cannot be overstated. In the Old Testament, only a few selected leaders were described as having the Holy Spirit come upon them, but something radically changed in the ministry of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, as every believer is now indwelt, empowered, and gifted by the Holy Spirit. On the day of Pentecost, the Apostle Peter stood up and explained, this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh, And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness, and the moon to blood, before the day of the Lord's comes the great and magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now the fact that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved is the basis for understanding the meaning of the next verse in the Gospel of John. Verse 23, If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Now, this verse has sometimes been misinterpreted to suggest the power of absolution, that a Christian priest is someone who has the God-given authority to to declare or remove sins from from a person. Now, the problem with this interpretation is that Scriptures teach that only God can forgive sins. Now, there's a story found in Mark chapter 2 where a paralytic man is lowered through the opening made in the roof by some friends. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now, some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, Why does this man speak like that? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? What they fail to recognize is that Jesus is God. God incarnate. But listen to what Jesus says to confirm that God alone can forgive sins. 
And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they thus questioned within themselves, said to them, Why do you question these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Rise, take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, Rise, pick up your bed and go home. And he rose and immediately picked up his bed and went out before them all, so that they were amazed and glorified God, saying, We've never seen anything like this. Jesus said, The Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Jesus is the Son of Man. Jesus is God incarnate. Only God has the authority and inherent authority to forgive sins. So if that's not what it's meaning, what is it, what is it meaning? It, it means that believers have the authority to proclaim the forgiveness of sins based on the Word of God for a sinner who genuinely repents from their sins and confesses Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Now imagine what it would be like if Jesus hadn't delegated this authority. Somebody might genuinely respond to the gospel and ask to meet with you and they would confess and repent from their sins and they would look up to you and say, does that mean I'm saved? Does that mean I've got eternal life? And the only answer you'd be able to give them is, well, I don't know. We'll find out on the day of judgment. The Apostle John, who wrote this gospel, wrote elsewhere, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. God's Word was given to us so we, so we don't have to guess if we've been saved from our sins and have eternal life. Believers don't have an inherent authority to forgive sin. Only God does, but we have the authority to declare what Scriptures reveal. The Word of God reveals that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So I ask you, have you confessed with your mouth Jesus is your Lord? Have you believed in your heart that God raised Him from the dead? Then according to the Word of God, you will be saved. That, yeah, thank you, Lord. This is an example of what Jesus was saying here. Now, the same phrase is used in Matthew's gospel in the 16th and 18th chapters, and the 18th chapter has to do with discipline. It's somebody who refuses to repent from their sin, in which case, after the process of Matthew 18, if they've continued to refuse to repent from their sin, they're not saved. So that's what this verse is talking about. Well, there's a third post-resurrection appearance that the Apostle John chose to include in his gospel, and that was to Thomas and the disciples. Verse 24, now Thomas, one of the twelve called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came, so the other disciples told him, we've seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see his, in his hands the, marks, the mark of the nails and place my finger into the mark of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. And although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hands and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Now, it's this event that defined Thomas as doubting Thomas, which is not really fair when you read the other insights we have as to Thomas, because he he wasn't any different than the other disciples. 
But he was informed of what the disciples had seen, and he was unconvinced, and he demanded personal evidence from the person who he, he knew had been killed in a specific fashion, that of crucifixion. And he figured that there must be some physical continuity with that person who was crucified and the person who was supposedly resurrected. And so he was very common sense about evaluating evidence. He was aware that the imagination can play tricks on us. And it's remarkable that Jesus was so gracious that he meets us at our point of disbelief. He offered Thomas the proof that Thomas requested. And by doing that, he proves that he hears his disciples even when he is not visibly, physically present. He's God. He knows everything. We're not told whether or not Thomas actually took Jesus up on his challenge to touch the wounds. But the impression given is that it proved sufficient as to overcome his reticence and fill him with awe and reverence to make one of the greatest confessions of the apostles as significant as Peter's confession that Jesus was Messiah. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Now you notice that Jesus did not correct Thomas. There have been some who have suggested that Jesus never claimed to be God. If that was the case, Jesus would have corrected Thomas. Now the repeated pronouns my, as in my Lord and my God, indicate that this was a very personal confession of faith. This is the model of faith, the model of confession. This is what it's like to come to the Lord to say he is my Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. The word blessed is makarios. It's the same word that's found in the Beatitudes. It's translated happy, but it means more than that. It means that we've been accepted by God. You see, Jesus here was speaking of us. Those who have not seen what the disciples saw and still believe. He was speaking of us. The Apostle Peter wrote, You love him even though you have never seen him. And though you do not see him now, you trust him. And you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. Apostle Peter, 1 Peter chapter 1. See, that blessing is the perfect segue from the scene of Thomas' confession to the expression of the author's purpose for the writing of this gospel. Now, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you might have life in his name. So John's purpose here is not just merely academic or intellectual. He writes in order that men and women might believe the truth that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. But even that belief is not an end in itself. It is directed towards the goal of personal salvation. That by believing you might have life in his name. That is the purpose for which John wrote this gospel. 
and it is the heart of Christian mission. So I want to ask you today, have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior? Would you say, He is my Lord and my Savior? What a powerful message, and what a powerful question. We're down to just the last few broadcasts here on Study Verse by Verse in our lengthy look at the book of John with Pastor Leighton Sheely, the senior pastor at Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. Tomorrow we'll begin a new message and the last message in this series, which will take us through the end of the week. And for you who have been longtime listeners, if you're not involved with us yet, you can become a partner by giving to the ministry. You can give safely when you go to that website again, highlands.us. What an encouragement it would be to hear from you. If you'd like to know what special events are going on at Church of the Highlands during the month of December, all those details are on the website. They begin with a carol sing this weekend, Saturday. Again, the details are on that website, highlands.us. Just click on the events link on the homepage. I'm Mike Trout. Thanks for joining us today. Come back tomorrow at this same time when we'll share the Wednesday edition of our broadcast and study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.